Welcome back to I Hear You And. In today's episode, we discuss our first major 20-minute topic, race. This is a topic we'll continue to visit throughout the podcast, but this is our first discussion, and I specifically asked Caroline if she, as a woman who presents as Asian, also identifies as white. Tune in to hear what she says and the insights she and I both have on this topic. We hope you enjoy. Why don't white people talk about race? What is it like to be part of the Catholic Church and the gay community at the same time? These are the conversations that a lot of us are afraid to have. I'm Katie Mullen, and I graduated from Creighton University five years ago, where I not only learned about exercise science, but social justice, how to speak up for what I believe in, and how to engage in difficult conversations with people who disagreed with me politically. I naively and falsely assumed that's what it was like to be an adult in the real world, having real, important conversations. Quickly after graduation, the words I was saying and the conversations I wanted to have were falling on deaf ears. So what did I do? I stopped talking. And soon, I turned a blind eye and my own ears became deafened to social injustice. I've realized through social activists and movements like Black Lives Matter, Me Too, and the Women's March, I was wrong to do so. So I've enlisted the help of my good friend and fellow Creighton alum, Caroline Cacabellos, to reopen up some difficult conversations that we need to have in order to help us grow. We welcome you into these conversations to hopefully inspire you to do the same in your own life. So no more turning a blind eye, no more refusing to speak up, no more deaf ears. I hear you and welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome back to I Hear You and... I am here with Caroline Cacabellos. Hello, I'm here with Katie Mullen. So good to see you again, Caroline. You are officially, well, when we're recording this, you are officially on winter break, but when people are hearing yes. this, you're going to be officially back in school. So, <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to revel in this moment right here in the present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So for all of our listeners out there, we once again, thank you so much for listening and listening through this new year. We're hoping that 2021 is already starting out better for you than 2020 ended. So that is a very exciting time. We're assuming for all of us, (laughs) Caroline and I are projecting that into the future, but we're manifesting. We are going to start with our bet you didn't know section. So Caroline, I bet you didn't know. I'm really nervous about this conversation we're going to have because it is something that it's kind of been on my heart for a while. And especially I read this book called Just Us, not justice, mm. the word together, yeah. Just Us by Claudia Rankin, I think is how you say mm. her last name. And she discusses the idea that white women, which is what I am, it don't, or white people don't discuss race. And I realized, oh my gosh, she's so right. I never talk about this and I want to talk about it. And at the same time, I'm afraid to talk about it. So I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm very torn. And at the same time, very excited for this conversation that we're going to have today. I love it. I love it because it's a tension that you're obviously acknowledging, but it's a tension that you're willing to 
lean into, no matter how uncomfortable that is. So I'm excited for you to lean into this, this tension of yours. Thank you. I think, so I guess there's this common theme of my, I bet you didn't know, that has to do with TV. So I'm going to continue with that train. Um, I bet you didn't know <laughs> that I, <laughs> I hate this. This is so very on brand of me. <laughs> but last, not this past Sunday, I binged this entire show in one sitting. And it's, I say entire show, like it's this super long series, but it's, it's a fairly new series called The Wilds. Uh, and it's on Amazon Prime. And I, I had, I had no knowledge of what it was, like what it was about or anything. I just turned on the fire TV and it was like one of the first things that showed up. And so I was like, oh, like this seems really interesting. And so I pressed play and by the end of the first episode, I was super hooked and I just couldn't stop watching it. And I think I went to bed at like 4 a.m. after I finished oh it. This was, a, this was a work night. So uh, <laughs> I got like two hours of sleep, but totally worth it. And, I, and I've watched it. I've rewatched the entire series two more times. So I've, I've seen it three, three times total. <laughs> I did not know that about you. <laughs> you are so right there. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy hearing about your TV watching habits. I don't like, I don't know why that fascinates me, but I, uh, I, I'm so hardcore into TV when I was in college and when I was in grad school and now I've kind yeah. of moved away from TV, but I don't, the, my problem is I don't try any new series. I would never go and just mm. try the wild because I'm just like, oh, if I have, if I am going to watch TV, I'm going to watch something I'm like familiar with, which is kind of ridiculous. Right. That it. makes sense. Yeah. It, it has, I don't. I'm going to promo this just because it's so fantastic. I've been explaining it as like a mixture of Lost and Lord of the Flies and Mean Girls and Pretty Little Liars. Wow. That's some so big So it's names. a mix of things. Even yeah, I know yeah. that, so, not knowing yeah. TV very well. That's some yeah, yeah. big names. Big names. They just got renewed for a second season, which is super cool. Like it just came out a little over a week ago. It's awesome. I love I it. I also love that you're following the <laughs> the actual series itself and what's happening in real life with the series, not just watching it on TV. Like, you know, they've yeah. been food. That's, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very it's good. So good. Okay. Should we move into our 20-minute topic? Let's do it. Okay, I've set our timer. So when that goes off, we will be done. And who knows, we could have like five minutes of discussion on this. <laughs> this could end up being really embarrassing. But okay, I realized that the other day, Caroline and I were texting about the podcast and what we want one of our topics to be. And I said something about the idea of white women don't talk about race, which I kind of mentioned mm -hmm. before from that book, Just Us. She was kind of like, what do you mean by that? And then I explained it. And then I realized do you identify as white was my question. And Caroline wrote back, no, <laughs> like I'm <laughs> Filipina. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not white. I've never identified as white. And I found that very interesting because I've had a number of friends recently who, okay, here's, here's my first where I have to pause. I say from of Asian descent. And when I say that, what I mean is they present to me and my eye as Asian is that like, do I, is Asian descent how I would say that Caroline or how you would say that? 
I don't think I would, but like I I get why you would say that. I think it's just because I'm able to sort of identify just by looking at a person. If somebody's like fully Asian, and maybe that's me like totally being lucky of profiling people, but um, I think with just like living in Seattle, where the, there's a lot of Asians and Asian Americans who are living here. I'm sort of able to like tell the difference, I guess. I, I don't know. But I think that's totally fair to say somebody is from an Asian descent. Okay. But um, I don't know. That's, that's a really interesting question. I don't think I've ever referred to somebody in that, in that way. Uh, okay. That in itself to me is interesting because I say that mm. a lot. What's kind of funny about what you just said there is I assume that I'm being polite when I say Asian descent, because it's better than me saying, oh, she's Chinese or she's Japanese and being wrong. Yeah. And once again, I, I'm assuming like I, <laughs> I have told myself that would be very offensive <laughs> to just yeah, assume yeah. someone's Japanese just and they're not, yeah. or um, they're Korean or if they're of a different Asian background. But once again, I'm like, maybe Asian descent really isn't the right term. Just like I've been using Hispanic for such a long time and really it's Latinx. So I just didn't know if like Asian descent is still not hitting the mark. And once again, That's fair. this is Caroline's opinion. Of course, like I'm asking her these things. Yeah. She's not, of course, speaking for all Asian people or all Asian women. It's just, this is part of our conversation just as a- Right, right. Yeah. That's super, I, even with talking about asking somebody if they're Latinx, I, I think I saw, I can't remember where I saw this, but- there's a video of this woman explaining how she prefers not to be called Latinx or be categorized underneath the category name itself as Latinx because she would rather it be more more consistent with Spanish as a language. So X isn't really pronounced in in the Spanish mm, language. Yeah. And so she'd rather be called Latin A with an E at the end, because that like you can pronounce that, right? Yeah. Um, and it, and it's, cons- it's consistent with the Spanish language. So I found that to be really, really interesting, but I don't think that's as well known as Latinx would be. But I, yeah, I think that, again, like, like you said about me, that's, that's one person's opinion about how they're referred to as, right? Okay. So for the sake of this conversation, if I say Asian descent, for you, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Fine. Okay. So I've had a number of friends who are in my, like of Asian descent, like they are mm-hmm. of Asian descent. And in, in my opinion, I would classify them as Asian, but I don't know once again, truly their background, if they're right. half or quarter or anything like that, but they present as Asian and they call themselves white. So Super interesting to me. It's interesting to me too, because my initial reaction is you're not white. And then my (laughs) second reaction is Katie Mullen, what is wrong with you? Like, who are you to tell people who are white and who are not? Like that is not my job to tell people how to identify my, I'm, I was curious when you were, um, I know you've referred to yourself on the podcast before as a Filipino American Mm -hmm. and I didn't know if you've always referred to yourself as that or if that is something that sometimes you refer to yourself as Filipina, sometimes you refer to yourself as something else. Because a number of my friends had told me or referred to themselves as white, I then assumed, gosh, this is really diving into the brain, the ignorant mind of Katie Mullen, that could be the name of our podcast. 
I then assumed all Asian people thought they were white. <laughs> so I was like, oh gosh, like this is so bad. I've just been misinterpreting so many things. And basically, yeah. so I'm very curious as to your thoughts on Asian identifying as white. Right. What, right. Your, what your initial thoughts are on that. Yeah. I, my initial thought is just like, I wonder why the, those friends, the friends of yours who identify as white, but they're from Asian descent, why they identify as white. And I have tons of, tons of theories, predictions just floating in my mind, but like, I'm, I could be totally misreading the room or misreading your friends, but I feel like it has to do with our society growing up is the ideal human is white looking, white passing. And would you say that those people are like white passing? Like, are they fully of Asian descent or are they like mixed? Are they half Asian, half white? Because I do have a ton of friends who are of Asian descent, but could totally pass as white. Yeah. I would say some could, in my opinion, and some Mm -hmm. don't. Okay. Of the ones but that told me have, have referred to themselves as white. The ones who do refer to themselves as white, do they look white passing? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like there is oh, okay, okay, like okay. like three friends, let's call it. And I would Got say it. one of the three is white passing. Like you might think that she's just tan, but the other two I would say are definitely, even if they are mixed, they present as full as Asian to Got it the ignorant white mind that is mine <laughs> yeah but the and so those two they they refer to themselves as white yeah it's super interesting but once again it's very possible that they do have they are mixed and i just don't realize that yeah no and that's fair that's so fair. what that for me is those moments where i'm like katie you have no right to tell people if they're white or asian white or not. yeah also i don't for the record i never tell someone <laughs> Even if I disagree, I'm not like, no, you're not. Like, I would never ever do that, just so everybody knows. Yeah. I guess my, like, weird thought for myself is like, okay, is that like a a white bias? Like, I'm playing into the white supremacy that is in our country and the white superiority. Hmm. And I'm saying I'm kind of like unconsciously or subconsciously asserting myself as a white woman and they're not. Or what I would like to think and what I do believe, but once again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to totally diminish any bias that could be yeah. associated with this, is my initial thought is I'm concerned that you don't realize people are prejudiced and racist against you. Mm. Does that make sense? Kind of. Do you want me to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. So when I see one of my friends who I – I identify for them. I, who I would call Asian and they say that they're white. I'm like, do you not have like that almost like fire in your belly that like people don't treat you well all the time just because of how you look. And it like almost bothers me that they want to like just assimilate into white or they think they've assimilated into white and they don't realize that there are people who are racist towards them and towards their yeah. And so like, that's where like a little bit of my concern comes in almost because it's like, wait, do you think this white society we live in is promoting you? Cause I don't know that they are. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Not all the time. Right. Like, oof, this is, this is rough. I'm not going to use names. One of my friends, they, I've had a ton of conversations about this person over the summer, just with everything that our country is like really focusing on, on being anti, 
anti-racist. This friend of mine um, sort of had like a 180. And so what I mean by that is probably up until about June, they, they were pretty like pro like social justice. Like they were not super fired up to, to like sort of same level as I was throughout college and, and sort of still am. But they definitely were like very interested in what I thought about certain issues like LGBTQ issues and somewhat of, of race issues. And over the summer, this person sort of just like went completely on the other end of how I viewed race and how I viewed just any social, cultural issue topic. But when I had a conversation, when I've had conversations about race with this person, they have said that they identify more with their white part of who they are. They're mixed. So I think they're a quarter white. Just, I don't know like what part of <laughs> European. <laughs> no, white. But, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And then three quart, three fourths African-American. This person doesn't look white at all. Not near, like not even mixed. They look mainly African-American. And so when this person was like, I identify more with like my white side, I was like, whoa, that's super interesting. And then listening to this person talk about just how they grew up in America being a mixed American, they're very much not on that narrative. I, I say narrative in quotations of a black man growing up in America. And so that, that was like super interesting. But this person... I, I said, I, I said, man, he, it just like really surprised me that he's not, he's not super all about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just like, I wish that I could have more conversations with him because of everything that he's sort of been like posting on social media has like really pushed me away from like continuing a friendship with him. And like, I talk to him every now and then, but not on like that same level that we used to. Mm-hmm. And it was on a daily basis. But ever since like this summer and how his views and thoughts have changed. Yeah, it is fascinating. And and I feel like that's kind of like what you're touching on a little bit. It's kind of like what I feel like when these people, these Asian people told me that they're white. Yes. It's not my place to tell them they're wrong. Right. Like I, <laughs> I can't tell you, like, I can't tell you a black man that you're live your life in America as it is right now does not matter as much as white people's lives matter right like I can't tell him that because I'm right. not a black man right exactly like it, it's so not our place but at the same time like there's this odd like I said I feel like it's an odd feeling of like concern yeah and then I also know sorry this is kind of jumping back to like the the Asian side or however yeah. you want to say it is that reading the just us book she talked about how Asian is the superior minority in our culture basically we look at them with like quote-unquote positive attributes like they're smarter than us and they're hardworking and they're very disciplined and family oriented and all these things that we just because it's like once again quote-unquote positive like they're like the elevated minority compared to black and Latinx or Latin a in our society. And so I wondered too, if that was part of identifying as white, even though you present as Asian, if like that's part of it. But when you're talking about your friend who's, who presents as black, that one to me goes back to, oh my gosh, 
No, like they're, people aren't treating you right. Even if you identify as white, like they're not allowing you. Ironically, like I know we're not allowing him to identify as white either, but like people won't allow you to identify as white. Right. Because right, you right. don't look it. And yeah. so it's like, it ha- like causes like this weird frustration. And I don't know, like in a weird way, yeah. why. I don't yeah. know if I would have ever thought about, about this pre-2020. My Asian yeah. friends calling themselves white. I would have been like, sure, mm. whatever. <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, it, it kind of blows my mind because this is the first time that I've ever heard of somebody who's Asian and Asian looking identifying as white. I, I've never identified as, as white in my life. And I mean, nor do I want to. No offense. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, I I don't know. That that's super interesting. It also makes me think about like the history of of just the history of Asian people in America and seen as the model minority way back when. It was part of part of model minority becoming a thing in America was propaganda. And a lot of it was to to show to the world that America is diverse and we own like our diversity is superior to everybody else in the world. And so I think historically what they, what Americans did or what the government did was like only pick people from Asian countries who were like extremely talented at whatever. And that was sort of why the term model minority was created in America in reference to Asians, because Asians before then were seen as like animals, just as every other brown, semi-brown, not white looking person was seen as in America. So like that, that term of model minority was, was sort of like setting Asian people up for failure in America, because if you aren't, if you aren't reaching that expectation that you are good at everything um you're seen as not not asian enough yes that's another oh gosh we got to get into that too but in this book she talks about how i think it's i could totally be misquoting the number but i think asian students have to score like 140 points higher on an sat for college admission compared to a white student for like ivy league schools or like it's something crazy Yeah, that like, even though we consider them the model minority, there's still this discrepancy. And so it's very, very fascinating how people identify. And then once again, did they realize, oh, that's our our timer. Dang. Sorry, I talk so much. I talk so much. No, that was so good. I'm just going to finish this thought and then we'll be done. Just do, do other minorities, I guess, is one of my questions. Like realize that no matter how they identify, the way they present that's a really is, is what's being judged. So yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Okay. So this might be a topic we have to continue another time because this is. Oh, a- definitely. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to our last section, can we provide any like tip for people on this topic? So my first tip coming from a white woman is if someone tells you that they are white and they don't look white to you, not your job to say, no, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the Uh, end of the day, that's not going to do anything for them, for you, for your relationship with them. Like, yeah, you don't need to convince them that they're wrong because they could be in fact white. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To you don't look it. 
another way, uh, just another example of that, that I'm thinking of that popped into my mind is like, assuming somebody is gay because of how they talk or how they dress. Yeah. And like, and I'm, I'm totally at fault for doing that. A lot of people, including myself, think that Sean Mendez is gay. But over and over again, Sean Mendez is like, no, I'm not gay. And I hate when people tell me that. And it's like, yeah, who, like, one, why does it matter? And right. two, like, who are we to say, to tell somebody? And even if they are, right? Like, even if they are closeted, it's still right. not our place. Right. It's kind of the worst thing you could do. I'm sorry, this is switching to gay, gay rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Like, in my opinion, it's like, if that's truly a secret, maybe they're keeping it from themselves or just from other yeah. people. None of your business. Yeah. Anyways, so, but yeah, just similar vein. Yeah, it's not our job to tell people what they are or who they are. And then my next tip is really do your own research. I'm calling out white people here. Read these books. Don't just, you know, yeah. once again, it's important to have conversations with your black friends and black colleagues and black family, but just reiterating, don't put that all on them. Like I found this book, just us by Claudia Rankin. So incredibly insightful things that I've never thought about before. So I'd highly recommend that one, but making sure that you have an awareness on these things. So once again, you're not like me where a year ago I would have been like, why does, why does it matter? Like it it does matter. Even once again, you're not going to convince somebody that they're not who they say they are, but it matters to be aware about these things. Totally. Yeah. I I think that that's my only tip is just educating yourself. I, yeah. Educating yourself on stereotypes too. Like there, there are, there's like deep, deep history to these different stereotypes. Like why do we think Asians are all so good at math in school? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, yeah. And, and not even with just, not even with just Asians, but with African Americans and with Latinx, Latin A humans, there's so much history to these different stereotypes that it's it's better to be in the know on them and understand why. Yeah, that's what I need to look into. Like that might be a 2021 goal for me is progressing to more intricacies. I still have a lot to learn, but that would be yeah, that's a good one to same. think about. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode and it brought some food for thought for you and maybe sparked a conversation for you in your own life. So if you did, please let us know. You can email us at IHearYouAnd at gmail.com or you can send us a DM on Instagram at CVCocabellos or at HappinessIsBlue. Until next time, I hear you and thanks for listening. Did you like this episode? Uh, duh. Well then, please take a screenshot and post it to Instagram and tag at happinessisblue and at cvcacabellos. Also remember to subscribe to our podcast and rate and review so other people can find us as well. As always, share it with your friends. If you have questions for us or topic suggestions, please email us at ihearyouand at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I hear you and I'm glad you're hearing us too.